0: Hey, this is Kyan and Bree. That's me. From Millennial Marriage. And welcome to the Wedded Wednesday Podcast.
1: Hello everybody. Welcome back to the Wedded Wednesday podcast.
0: She stole my line. <laughs> well,
1: you steal everything else of mine. That's true. Um <laughs> Today's. Okay, so I guess we're recording this on Sunday it's kind of like a special day i guess in a sense Mm -hmm. but so it's wednesday december 26th when you're listening to this merry christmas i hope everybody enjoyed it happy new year because we'll be we won't be speaking you speaking to you again until then (laughs) um but today we have special guests on our podcast yep (laughs) um,
0: my brother and my sister
1: you want to tell them louder
0: my brother and my <laughs> sister uh, and my brother kendall and my sister adrian
1: and so we've adrian. been it's now it's currently all right so technically it's monday it's currently one o'clock in the morning we've been having some drinks and we thought it was a fun idea for them as single people going into the dating world to ask us questions about whatever marriage relationships dating anything colors i don't care
0: Colors. <laughs>
1: we've done that but (laughs) you guys know my favorite color already yes we did. um so say hello to adrian say hello adrian hello (laughs) (laughs) don't be shy this is literally an audio podcast without your voice nothing that you do (laughs) makes sense
0: (laughs) you gotta come closer
1: she's in the middle of a cookie
0: <laughs> it was a good time. The I
2: is hungry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, so say hello to Kendall. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, and so they are our guests this week. So if the audio sounds a little bit different, it's because we're sitting around a longer table, and it's a little—it's gonna pick it up a little weirder, I think. Yeah. But hopefully, we should be okay. So, the first person who's gonna ask questions first. Do you guys want to tell them about yourselves?
0: Yeah, a little Uh, brief bio.
3: Okay, a little brief bio. I'll start first. Uh, uh, So you guys know me as Kendall. Other people know me as DJ Kendall. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Get the hell out of here. That's not even a DJ.
1: (laughs) uh, No DJing experience. He just likes to be called DJ.
0: Yeah, he kills but, the auxiliary cord. That's but you, why.
3: But your boy does have a turntable, and I got them vinyls on deck. So,
0: <laughs>
2: how old are you, Kendall? And
0: he plays ah. a little guitar. <laughs>
3: uh, I'm 20 years old right now. Uh, I'm in a cul. I'm in the field of culinary arts. So obviously, I'm masochistic. <laughs> and that's funny. There you yeah uh my goal so far is to travel the world introduce myself to different cultures and cuisines and just live life
1: and he's the wild child <laughs> if there was a wild child in the family it's for sure kendall <laughs> hey, I'm not so that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what
3: about
1: yeah. you adrian tell us about yourself
2: um my name is adrian i am known as the long lost sister (laughs) (laughs) adrian
1: lives in florida
2: yes i live super far far away um but hopefully that changes soon um how old are you i'm 21. i'm actually a real estate agent And I'm going to school full-time as well. So I can change my career. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, jump in front of Wall Street and, like, get run over by a subway. (laughs) Oh, my God. a taxi. (laughs) A delivery truck, actually. In
1: case you're not in New York, that's not what it's like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what was that movie called? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, come on. That whole movie explained Wall Street, (laughs) to be honest. If you
3: guys do know. (laughs) Oh my
2: god. (laughs) 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 But anyways, that is my bio. So I guess we can start with you guys
1: asking us questions. We don't know what they're going to ask us. They just decided to come up with them. I asked them each to come up with two questions, but we'll get through as much as we can get through. We'll see so. how it goes. So I guess one of you can start. Who wants to start?
2: I will start. All right. So as like a marriage, I know some people portray like financial things, if that makes any sense. Like, oh, the husband's supposed to pay the mortgage. The wife just basically says they're pretty. So my question to you as a married couple, how exactly does the financial situation come into place? I guess that's that's like a long
1: answer. It's not necessarily a short answer. We've done it we've done a full podcast on it actually. Like if you want like our super detailed um whatever, but I won't I won't do that all now cuz it took an entire podcast to go through. Mm-hmm. But the abridged version is that everything is 50/50. That's
0: how we Um
1: but we also like we've agreed that it's also because our income is very similar. So it doesn't make sense for him to be burdened with more money paying more money as a husband like I'm more of a traditionalist in my mind a husband should pay for like the rent and like a wife will pay for the extra things but we make very similar incomes so to me it doesn't make sense that that would be the case because that would be an unfair position to put my husband in and as a partner that would be selfish of me to say to him you bear the burden while I get to put money into a savings that's not necessarily fair especially like if you have credit cards and stuff that you want to pay off like then it's only harder to get out of debt to pay off your cards like there's a lot of stuff that comes into it but we have had a conversation where we agreed like if he was making twice as much money as i was making he would pay more of the bills because he would have more income and the ability to do it so i think it's more about how much you're making and you know
0: what it is in your relationship your what each
1: person is making yeah. because I think also if I was making more money than him I would probably pay more bills as well just because it makes it makes the most sense to be fair to all parties
2: yeah okay well then like another question would be is mm-hmm. like let's just say you guys have the same income but Kyron is more in-depth than you are so he has to pay more oh, how does that come into effect like um well as
1: long as the we i mean i don't know if you want to like jump in here but as long as the bills are paid we really don't discuss anything else like chiron is not i chiron and i don't discuss how much we make a week or like bi-weekly i never really know every once in a while i'll be like how much did you how much did you make this week we rarely have that conversation chiron never asks me how much i make we put what we ask is how much is is this bill how much do i need to pay to that bill and then everything else beyond that is your you work to earn that money. I'm not going to tell you what you can and cannot do with that money. And actually by law in New York, a spouse is not responsible for their spouse's debt. So, it wouldn't affect me that he has debt in any way or he wouldn't be affected by me. I have more debt than he does because of I would because I well,
2: yeah.
1: I graduated after 6 years. And it took me 6 years to complete college, so I have more debt than he does.
2: No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's just my question. <laughs> like you, cause no, cause like my example would be like, okay, you guys make the same income, but Maybe. he has more bills to pay and stuff like that, and then it's like, okay, the rent is eleven hundred, but Karen says, hey, I can only give you three hundred. Oh, like if if something came up, mm-hmm.
1: then I we mean, would then we would figure it out yeah, in the moment. There've, been, there've time, been times, where, yeah.
0: You know, like my van would break down or. You know, there would be a big expense that one of us would have to cover, you know, because we would have it at the moment, you know, it was like whoever had it at the moment, that's who would cover it, you know, because that's how we kept the ship afloat, you know.
1: But it's always a conversation up to that point, like you need to be honest, like... I think there might be something coming up where if I'm calculating everything correctly, I might be a little bit short. Yeah. Like, you should be put letting somebody know ahead of time. You don't tell them the day before rent is due. Oh, shit, I'm I'm two $200 <laughs> short. Can you, like...
0: Especially with something like rent, you know, that's, that's a big thing, you know?
1: And, again, New York State law allows until the 10th of the month before <laughs> oh, a late so fee or anything it's... like that <laughs> gets put in. So... There are times where, like, on the first of the month, we may not have it, but, or, like, because he gets paid bi-weekly, so, like, on the first of the month, he didn't get paid, but, like, on the seventh of the month, he's getting paid, and so we may push paying rent back a little bit just to make sure that we're not struggling, because... You got to eat, you still got to pay cable, you still got to pay rent. There are times you're going to be late on certain bills because there's another bill. Something came up, you couldn't pay a bill. Now you're behind on one bill and you're like, you're trying to juggle what's more important.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, especially if for millennials nowadays, you know, because everything, the cost of everything is going up, you know. But your, your, the money you make isn't necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, you definitely have to like kind of pick and choose at times. Um, But you definitely want to communicate, you know, like you you were saying, you definitely want to communicate and be upfront with it. So you're not Mm -hmm. blindsided and you both are aware of how to navigate, you know. I think it's just like
1: built into the idea of being married, though. Like you're a partner, you're partners with somebody. And if they should be on hard times, you should be there to help pick them up. Like it's just
0: because you guys are a unit at the end, you know. And if <clears throat> I
1: fail, he's failing with me. If he fails, I'm failing with him. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not just me anymore. It's not just him anymore.
0: we move as one.
1: It's very unit now. <laughs>
0: it's a partnership.
1: Moving on, I guess. To cut, that was it. Is that good? Was that a good explanation? Yeah,
2: that was good. But for real, like,
1: if you want to hear more about like the exact details, that other podcast we talk about, like, we break. I think I think we break stuff down a little bit more. But, like, how we set it up and stuff like that is, like, a 50-50 thing.
0: Yeah, for the most part. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kendo. Kendo. I'm so curious about this question. Okay, so...
3: I've noticed with me around, like... If I'm around certain females, I tend to get awkward. (laughs) Like, really... um, It's not really, really terrible. But, like, I, I just feel awkward in my sense... And, like, I don't... I'm not sure if it affects anything else, but, um... Yeah. Like, if I'm trying to approach a girl and, like, try to engage in contact, how do I let shyness not be such a big... Are you, like,
1: person-to-person? In- person? Are you, like, face-to-face, like face, you know what I mean? Oh.
3: Uh, I, I actually have... uh, I'm terrible. Actually, no, I'm not terrible. If I have some friends in the group then it's easier for me to kind of, like, yeah. navigate and converse and everything. But uh, depending if the group is small or depends if, like, I don't know as many people in the group can affect the situation.
1: But in this situation, are you, like, face-to-face? Are you, like, texting her? Are you on the phone with her?
3: Uh No, we're in a group setting. You're in a group setting. So you mean just, like, socializing? Yeah yeah, 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 Face-to-face, socializing, mm-hmm. In a group mm-hmm. that
0: you, you're not too comfortable with. No, no, comfortable he's comfortable with, with the but group, yeah. but he
1: likes the girl. And it happens to everybody. Like you're just getting like nervous, like you don't want to mess it up. You're not it's not that you're necessarily being awkward, you're being nervous yeah.
2: and, and you don't want to mess things it. up,
1: but because you're overthinking it, you're you're, you're coming it. off oh, yeah. all messed up and A little it's awkward. Yeah, and that's cr- that creates the awkwardness. So, I guess I would say just don't be. overthink it. Yeah. the The cliche thing is just be yourself. Like yeah. you don't want to overdo it either and present a different version of yourself that that person then becomes interested in and now you have to figure out how to still keep that mm-hmm. image while in and reality that's not, not being that person. Yeah, that's a sticky predicament <laughs> to be in. Fair enough. But <laughs> you do not want to be there. I don't know. I guess being being shy or not being shy is a matter of just taking the lead
0: yeah and then like you said to your credit you know like being yourself because then you're letting that person know exactly who you are and you know if they're interested or not and you know that's up to them to
2: decide
1: my big rule is like your partner should be your best friend so if you can't be the same way you would be with your best friend with your partner that's not the right person for you you want yeah. to be able to, like... Like, I walk around the house singing and doing stupid dances. Like, singing, like, operatic tunes. <laughs> and doing stupid Random dances times. and things like that. Like, if I if I didn't feel comfortable to do that with Chiron, I wouldn't be able to be with Chiron. You want to be, like, totally, totally yourself. And comfortable. And so I think being yourself is an asset. Because if somebody doesn't like that part of you, then they really don't like you. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: But... Um, would the comfortability have to build up, or should
1: it like if the mean, first time you're always gonna be nervous there's nothing you can really do about that. You just get a wingman like if there's really nothing you can do about it, get a friend and be like, "Listen, I like this girl, I'm feeling a little awkward about it, I'm a little nervous, I need you to like help me out, fluff me up a little, you know what I mean like yeah. like <laughs> girl, be there, help me help me create conversation, make sure it doesn't get <laughs> awkward, you know." It's like, have cool. a wingman. Have somebody who will step in and be like, did you know that, you know, like... Yeah, did so you know Kendall has a collection of vinyl records? That,
3: that actually happens to be uh,
1: mm-hmm. in a an, in,
3: an inhibitor. Because I actually approached my friend about it, and he was like, if you message her, I'm going to block you on her phone. And I was like,
1: oh. If you message her? If, like, if okay. I try
3: to talk to her and stuff, like he'll mess, he'll block me on her phone. Because, Why? Um... Yeah. Because, okay, a little backstory, guys. <laughs> um, so my friend actually set me up or introduced me to this girl. Um, we were we were dating for about a year, but after when we got when we got to about eleven months or a year, things started going south, and we discussed it and we ended the relationship. Uh, with you.
0: Well,
3: yes, with, with your. With the sure. with yeah. the girl that
0: you were dating.
3: Yes, with the girl I was dating, who okay. my friend introduced me to. Okay. And so, after that, I approached him about this other girl. Because I did think she was cute, and I I wasn't I was obviously getting nervous. I was like, yeah, the like.
1: So which one is the girl that we're talking about? New, the new girl. The uh, new girl, the yeah, second. Girl. Girl. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. we're yeah. talking about the new girl? Okay. Um, because so, you said this girl and then this other girl, but oh. I wasn't sure which one was the this. You know, this this girl. Yes. Okay. Uh, sorry for that. No, leave. it's fine. <laughs> I follow.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um. And so I asked him, and like he was like, "I won't let you do. Uh, like, if you like, if you mess this up, or like, if you hurt her, or does he like, know her? Does he know her? Yes, he does know her. Oh. Yes, he's actually been friends with her longer than I have known.
1: Oh, don't do it. It's that's not worth it. it. That's a whole separate issue that we've never gotten into. <laughs> don't do it. It's not worth it.
0: Yeah. I mean... You, you gotta respect There's it. There's so many, and many other fish in the sea. Especially if that's, like, a good friend of yours. You know?
1: And not for nothing, like... You gotta... Like, not that really you can't have like, fun and, it. like date and hook up and stuff like that but why would you want to get tied down to anybody if you're gonna date your friend's friend you're gonna to have to treat her more seriously than you would treat any other person you can't just just fuck her and leave you know like it's not a hit it and quit it situation yeah. you can't do that kind of stuff and you want to leave to europe soon you're making plans to move your life in a direction that could completely not involve somebody else and you need to you know consider that and you know take that into consideration of the plan that you're making for your own life like i said it's one thing to like go out for drinks hook up with somebody whatever the case may be but you really you if that's what you really want to move to europe and stuff like that i would say move to europe with no one nobody to hold you back to make you second guess to you know anything like that Okay. Yeah, and if you're gonna date somebody, let her be like some fucking like once in a lifetime. <laughs> Dang! Like, what do you mean, like once in a lifetime? Like, you're never gonna meet a girl like this again. And no. if you if you never have a girl like this again, like you're going to die, like a once in a lifetime, you know.
2: Yeah, okay. Talking about that. I guess long. in in yeah, the
1: sense like the way I felt about Chiron, like. I would never meet anybody like Chiron again. And so... Through thick and thin, I stood there and I, like... We pushed through and we trudged through together because I knew nobody else was going to understand me, was going to let me be me, was going to respect me in that way. That I felt was like a a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah, you
0: definitely got to gauge your relationship in this situation. And, you know, think about long term you know if you're gonna if you're thinking about like actually dating and dating someone that you're friends with you know that you're really good friends with i'm sorry (laughs) you know you really gotta think this situation through you know
3: okay that's very good advice (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
3: now i have some clarity about the situation Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) what was your next question
1: oh no what about adrian you want to ask your next question
0: I thought she got two. Cool.
1: Oh, you asked two questions? I thought the so second I, question was, was like I asked one like B. One question yeah, it was, was like one B. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah. One
0: B. It was a multi-layered question. <laughs> it was
2: like Kendall one a, had a one B too. One B. Yeah, I did have one B. Mm-hmm. Right, cool. So I guess that's how this question is. This is how we're going to go. possibly format. lead to a C. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, my next question would be like, now, like, you said, like, the economy is, like, going up with rent and stuff like that. I know, like, you guys are wanting to have kids in the future, maybe. Um, was that, like, a hard question between you guys? Like, one person felt like, oh, I don't know. And the other person was like, yes, I'm all for it. Let's have kids. How so honest how... do you want
1: to be about this right
0: now? I mean... I I mean, I would say so. I would would say, like, the timing of it, you know? I feel like... You would... I don't know. I feel like, like... Personally... (laughs) Personally, I feel like... I would want to be in a good situation where it wouldn't be a hardship you know because I feel like then it wouldn't be fair to the child yeah. you know so I would wait a little longer in order to try to ensure that it co- the child would come into a better situation you know if that makes sense because I don't want to have to be struggling myself to then come in with the you know bringing the child into it and then struggle even more and then in turn having the child struggle because it came into a, a handicapped situation you know, if, I, if I'm being clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think, mean, I think it would, a, that, would affect it to some degree. You know. This
1: has been like the conversation of like the last week or so, because I just got my birth control taken out. I've been having like weird side effects and stuff like that, and so I wanted to take it taken out. But that also means that I'm not you know yeah. protected from being pregnant so like i'm um, I'm fertile ladies and gentlemen yeah, it's um, just open
0: for business.
1: but so it's been the conversation of the last like week or so and while he makes sense and it is smart to do it that way for me it's much more emotional than that and while i'm ready and i want a kid now and it's like it's heartbreaking to me it really is like it's heartbreaking to me to think that i'm gonna have to wait another year um, cause that's what he, that's the timeline that he would, he would prefer to set another year back just in case like, you know, he wants to get some stuff done. So it's hard for me, but I've, this is my husband and I'm not going to put him in a bad situation just because I want something. And so I feel like I, in this situation, it's, it only makes sense that I make the sacrifice to me because it's not like it's a small thing going into that, you know? Could, and it's true, economically it's not easy. I know that we're we're lucky enough that we have a lot of family that could step in. Um, Kyron's mom could step in. Um, my stepfather families, could step yeah. in. My grandmother could step in. There's like a ton of people who are more than happy to help take care of the, the kid and stuff like that. I could go back to work. There are part-time jobs that I could do here. So there's there are options, but I respect the fact that he wants to be in a specific position in his life, and so, as of right now, the plan is to move everything back yeah. for that but
0: i mean ultimately too though, to like be respectful for, to each other's feelings you know like i i would want i'm trying to be you know I understand where she's coming from, and you know why she feels the way she does um and I try to be respectful of it, you know because you it is one of the i think the more hot button topics not hot button in, in in a bad sense but you know one of the more topics that are underlined and uh more pressing and more important um topics like you know like finances and all, all the other stuff um so i i, th- I think it, w- it, w- it would depend you know depending on the situation um but yeah, I would just say try to be respectful, try to communicate, you know, because that's ultimately what's going to try to help get through it.
1: We did a um an episode about millennials starting families later, and it, it really doesn't show much of a trend, like much of a downward trend. Like there's a drop, but it's not like a significant drop in people having babies. So while we're trying to be more economically responsible, it doesn't really seem like it's mattering to many people. People seem to still be finding a way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I would assume, you know, (laughs) with that type of responsibility, you have to... People are still doing it, so...
1: I don't know how much economic plays into it in general for all millennials, but, like, for us, the economy is the number one issue that that comes to hand, you know? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm.
3: There you go, (laughs) Okay. Um...
1: How long have we been recording? Like twenty five minutes. Twenty five. They didn't want to come up with more questions because they were like, "It's not gonna be that long." I mm-hmm. mean, or it's not gonna be. We're not gonna need that many questions. Mm-hmm. I'm so shocked. I really thought we were talking for so much longer too. I know. <laughs> I, I guess time is time moves slowly when you're having fun. I guess it's the alcohol. I know. Seriously, the drinks, the passion fruit moscato. Yeah. You're welcome for the recommendation. <laughs> it is delicious. <laughs> it's so good. It's really good.
3: Um. So my question would be, I know that there's like this phase in relationships that um, for brief, for the first few months, it's called like the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Which you also go through when you're, after you get married and you have like your, you have another like honeymoon, honeymoon phase, phase. Yeah.
3: Um, so my question would be, like, once you get past that phase, correct? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, That's
1: what happens, right? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Obviously, like, it's not as... The relationship isn't usually as intense as it was during that period. And when that happens and time goes on, do you guys start to pay more attention to each other's, like, little quirks? Like, say and um, like the
1: things that annoy us?
3: No, no, not like the things that annoy you. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> in terms of what way, like, though? Like, in t- like, it's just like, it just feels more passionate during the, like the honeymoon phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but so after it fades, do we f- do we pay attention to each other's quirks more in what sense? In in the I
3: mean, sense of like, it. say like little things that they do. Like, um, if Kyron would like leave a muffin for you every morning or something like that, or he would always like wake you up on Sunday and like Like those type of little quirks. Do you guys pay more attention to that in the long run? And does that matter
1: more? I think that kind of stuff does end up mattering more. Like the small things end up ends up mattering more. But it is important to still like have those big like the dates and stuff like that. But I think it is like because you live together, you can't do as much. Like especially when you live together. Maybe not when you're apart. When you're apart, maybe you have to work a little bit harder. But like You know, there are times where it's like I I did all the dishes and it's like, Oh my god, thank God you know, like that that small thing just made a complete difference in my night or something like that. So
0: Or like cooking Mm -hmm. having cooked for you, you know. Because you usually come home later, so sometimes I would cook you know so yeah or like or even
1: if you like season the meat before i get home yeah to make it that much easier for me to cook the food
0: yeah you know it's a little things like helping out and and, and stuff but
1: like that. i think it is human nature but, that like if you do that every single day for 2 years you can't expect somebody to still be like oh my god he's so romantic yeah, at some you point you got to like that, yeah know? it becomes expected it becomes and, and it's just i think it's human nature like it's human it's the flaw of being human mm-hmm. i don't think the person necessarily means to take advantage but you just it just becomes normal like that's why things like those little things while they should matter they shouldn't be like I don't know to me it shouldn't be like every single day
3: okay and a follow up question (laughs) how long do you think you should live with someone before like you guys get married because I know you guys have Mm -hmm. been together for a while
1: we've been together for nine and a half years
0: Yeah.
1: Shit, almost a decade. Almost Almost a decade. And think about the fact that Kyron and I are going to be 30. So for 10 of our 30 years, we've been together. A third of our lifetime, Mm -hmm. we've been together. Yeah. Insane. Every time I think about it, I'm like, that's nuts. (laughs) And I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you, which means I'll have spent more of my life with you than without you.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy to think about
1: what was the question?
3: Yeah. <laughs> the question is how long should you like live with the someone before money. gauging? Uh, I think that's personal to you. you. I don't think that's anything situation. that anybody
1: could say f- for sure. I think when you're ready to marry somebody, there's like it's y- you just know you like know. you don't want to spend another day without them. You don't want to ever give them the opportunity to go to anyone else to have anyone else make them happy in a way that you're not. Okay. I don't know that's my that's how that's, I view. it like you just know like there's just something that's like I know like I'm going to marry you yeah
0: I, w- I would say it, it definitely depends you know like for me I feel like she just makes my life better you know she she's the better part of me that you know I care about dearly and That that is a draw you know that never wavers you know So like that—that's something that I that I would know, that would reaffirm, you know, that thought process of yeah, I would want to be with that this person for the rest of my life. But I think a good, I think think specific to I've heard somebody
1: say that you should season with somebody. Yeah, Meaning you should experience every... fall, winter, spring, and summer. you shouldn't rush into it a couple of months in trying to marry somebody. You should know what it's like when they don't have money. you should know what it's like when they're when they're sick. you should know what it's like when they're going through something. Mm-hmm. You should be able to know somebody's highs and lows before you say, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person." Mm-hmm. You need to and and mm-hmm. in my opinion, you need to know that there are no secrets. you need to know that you can trust somebody that there's an like there's an open area where you can make mistakes you can come back from them you can trust each other you can you know go out and have fun and not be worried that you're going to come back and the person's going to be like accusing you of cheating like you need to be very
2: secure Secure. jinx
1: jinx (laughs) (laughs) um
0: yeah no absolutely you know and you want to be comfortable, and you want to find out, like you were saying earlier, you know, the quirks. You know, imagine you, you're getting married to somebody, and then you're finding out they, you like, hock a boogie every morning as soon as they wake up in the bed. And that might, you know, It'll be the end. worst thing ever. Yeah, you know, imagine mm-hmm. you find that out later on, you know. You Especially out- if you don't live, when you don't live together. You know, because living together, I feel like, is a... Is a, a a good test or precursor to I think getting married. you unmarried? have to
1: live together before you get married. Yeah. But he's saying they already do live together. Yeah. yeah. He said that they already do. No, I think they need to live together for mean, at like, least a year.
3: No, I was just assuming, like, how long should you live with someone
1: after meeting them? Oh, so after you meet them and start dating, I don't think you should move in with somebody for, like, for like at least six or seven months. Well,
0: yeah. It, de- it depends. If you're spending that much time. Kyra I feel like the more I... time...
1: She asked if that's how long we were together before we moved in. We were together no, like, like five years.
0: Before you? No, not before. I you was moved 21
1: in. when I moved out.
0: All right. And we've been together since oh, 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. We were together so for it was like two three, years. Three, four years. Maybe five. Maybe, you're right.
1: No, two. From 19 to 21, Kyra.
0: No, I know, but I didn't take. Like, oh yeah, like but you didn't move there. in. You didn't move in right away. <laughs> you know, I'd I, made, like four I years. spent a lot of time there. We were together. <laughs> we were together like four <laughs> years. I didn't pay rent. Four years. Four years. Okay. Yeah,
2: before we moved in together. So who like came up with that decision? Like when it was time. Like, it was. It was really... an it emergency. Was,
0: it, no, it's. It what
2: was like out. back against it's the It's how wall. it worked out.
0: It's how it worked
1: out. Chiron was there like every single day. He might as well have been paying rent yeah so and that's the funny the situation was that a roommate left and left us within like with only a week's notice and not even and so we needed somebody to help us pay the rent on the first and we were like listen Chiron there's an extra bedroom you could turn it into a man cave because he was sleeping in, in my bedroom he wasn't sleeping in a different bedroom You know, so he had a little man cave where he had his TV, his PlayStation, a little couch. awesome. Highly
0: recommended. We had the walls
1: painted like Colt's colors. Like, it was very, it was very cute. And he was paying a third of the rent. And so it was more of, I think it was more of a need than like a want. Not that we didn't want to move in together, but we wouldn't necessarily have done it that way, I don't think. And you had wanted to live on your own before you lived with me. You had been talking about living with Eddie and Mo. Mm-hmm. Potentially, or with other people potentially. So it wasn't like it was the only plan, but it just so happened that it,
0: that it worked that out. It that it worked way. out that way. Yeah, but so, we were together for. But for I think a six bit, months, you know, before... six seven
1: months at least before you move in with somebody, at least. Yeah, I mean you don't, don't move I f- in with somebody who you wouldn't introduce to your mother.
0: <laughs> I mean that's a good. That is so true. But it... That's true.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so then, like, six to get seven to know, months, get to know people and people because then people. sometimes you gotta sign like get a year lease, money. and like getting out of a lease sometimes is a bitch,
0: yeah.
2: So, do you think that it would be better, like, if it's like a fresh relationship, do you think it would be better to just live on your own first, and then as time progresses, or, like, another year, be like, hey, like, you if- can move in, but I just wanted to experience living on my own, Why especially not? like when you're just like turning 21. Yeah, you or have so you, much ahead of you.
0: Yeah, you know, and you know it. It helps to to for your personal growth, and then in turn,
1: you. Know, Chiron and I were together, growth. and I got an apartment with my two best friends at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't get an apartment with Chiron. We didn't. We didn't. We, yeah. We tr- We did apply before I got that apartment. Chiron and I applied to move in together at a building that they were building in Staten Island. We didn't get in, um, but. Um, I decided with my two friends we all decided we were gonna move and so it was exactly that like deciding after two years of being with him that I wanted to move out I didn't think it was right for us to move in together necessarily yet so I moved on my own yeah. and that then another, another two anymore. years later he to moved friends. in mm-hmm. but he was over all the time like that you could still see them all the time they could just sleep over mm-hmm. but at least this is yours mm-hmm. and if something happens you could say get out of my my apartment
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, have, yeah, you, got a point. Yeah. you can call the cops
0: well, especially you know if, if you're if especially you, you female, don't have any you know like let's say you didn't if you just moved to a state that you don't really have a lot of family or a lot of support system, you know, if you're, if you're moving to a, a state that you're not familiar with and you don't want to definitely jump into something if you're not ready for it.
2: Yeah, I know, of course. And like, let's just say, hypothetically
1: speaking, like, I'm okay. opening candy guys. Sorry. I was going to try not to make sounds, but
2: I'd rather just announce it and get it over with. <laughs> okay. Anyways. All right, let's just say happy thing. Speaking, you're about to move into your first apartment alone. But, like, you guys are freshly new in a relationship, but Kyron is, like, begging you, begging on you, like, let's live together, let's live together. And, like, the relationship has only been, like, no.
1: for a couple
2: months or whatever. No. I would break up with
1: Kyron for being too needy.
0: Well, that's you. <laughs> but I wouldn't be that needy. But...
1: It was a fresh relationship. Like, if we just started dating, we have only been dating for a month, and you're like... Please, I need to move in with you. I'd yeah, like,
0: I mean, that's a little bit of a.
1: Be, no, that's such a. Of a that's weird. Yeah. It's a turn
0: off. Like a halt.
1: It's, <laughs> it's creepy. And then it
0: depends. Like, does that person have somewhere where they live at? You know, do they have their own spots to begin with? And now they're just asking to move in with you? You know what I mean? If, it, it depends if it's something like that, but. You definitely want to date that person before you actually, you know, commit to...
1: I need to know how you are with your money before I'm going to move in with you. I need to know that you pay your bills on time. That you got the money every month. That your job is stable enough that you're still going to have a job in a couple of months... I'm not playing and then, these games. You,
0: like like Mm-mm. you were saying earlier, you know, the first few months, that's your honeymoon stage. That's when everything mm-hmm. is going to be fine and dandy. You're not going to have any issues, <laughs> you know, or the issues won't seem as prevalent or, uh, you know, um, detrimental, you know. So you definitely want to get to know the person before you just decide to move in with that person. Because you're going to see that person every day, no matter what. You know, that person lives there. They parent there. You know you're gonna see them days you don't want to see them you know when you're having the biggest a big fight or One argument of the things I always say you're gonna is, have to come home you, you
1: know? like if you have your own place you can have an argument with somebody and then you can go two days without speaking to them more like take your time the time that you need before you want to speak to them again if you live together there is no time when you get home they're home probably Or you only have a little bit before the other person gets home. There is no time. There's no more ignoring each other. Mm -hmm. Every problem must be addressed right away. So you want to know who somebody is. You want to know that they're not somebody who shuts down and doesn't have conversations with you because they're afraid of the confrontation. You don't want somebody who's explosively angry about every single thing. you need to know who somebody is i don't think you should live with somebody for if you're going to be with them for six seven months and then try to live together fine but not like fresh out the gate Mm -mm. Yeah,
0: especially if you don't spend a lot of time together to begin with because you're not really getting to know the person and then when you move in that's when you'll really get to know the person
1: what if that person has like an addiction and they they start stealing, like, your gold and, Ooh. like, valuables to pawn it to get money to pay for their addiction.
2: Yeah. You don't
1: know shit about somebody. You don't even know in what direction they wipe their ass after one month
0: or a few months
1: how much toilet paper they use (laughs) like there are so many unanswered questions when you brush your teeth do you put water on the
2: toothbrush first or don't you
0: do they wash their hands after using the bathroom (laughs) you know little stuff like that
2: speaking you didn't break up a card how do you tell that person be like yo like slow down
0: well you gotta be honest with them and you know I'm not ready for that yeah and then you don't want to drag it on either, because then it's not fair to the, both parties, you know? but
1: if the person is you persistent don't... after you've already made it clear that you're not ready for that, then you need to, to you me. need to, no you need to really end the relationship <laughs> because that person's not respecting the boundaries that you're setting, and if they're not respecting boundaries a month in, they're not going to respect your boundaries later. There's nobody who's a miracle worker who's going to completely change somebody. There are certain things that just are what they are and you might as well end it when it's early and you have no emotional attachment then hold on to it hoping that things change and be six seven months down the line now you have feelings for this person and now ending the relationship is so much harder than it could have been when it was a month in right trust the red flags Mm -hmm.
3: okay good thing that you brought that up (laughs) so um how, like, do you usually have a set amount of red flags that you that go off and you're like oh, okay after? I two think for
1: girls d- and guys it's different. I think you would have to ask us each that question individually. Okay, then yeah. I'm I think I like first know. date red flags. I think, f- I think for a guy first date red flag, on behalf of a girl is if she doesn't offer to pay the bill. I think that says a lot about a woman. I think it means that like she expects to be catered to. And i think that's fine so here's my thing i say to girls all the time when you go on a date offer to pay the bill but don't expect to you're going to offer to pay the bill because that's the right thing for you to do but you're going to hope that he was raised in such a way that he feels like the gentlemanly thing to do would be to pay for this bill because he asked you on a date he asked you for your time and so You hope that he doesn't but you bring money just in case he accepts that offer and if he does accept the offer at that point you decide do I want to see him again or don't I want to see him again after that date that we just had where now I paid half of my bill you're not half of a bill is nothing if you're paying only for the food that you ate you know what I mean or like you split the bill you would do that if you went out with a friend And so, to me, I feel like then at that point, you could decide, was the conversation good? Was there good chemistry? Um, You know, could I see myself going on another date with this person? And then, decide from there. But I think, I think a guy should pay on the first date. I think it just is, like, nice. You know? It's kind of like the traditional romance kind of thing. But,
0: yeah.
3: It's
1: 2018, like, as a woman, you have to be okay with the fact that not everything is for a man to do for you, you know? You can pay for your own food, you could buy your own meal at a restaurant, you don't need somebody to do that for you. And I think needing somebody to pay for the first date is a red flag for a guy, and a guy not paying on the first date is a red flag for a girl.
3: Okay.
0: yeah i I think it's whatever your 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 standards are or whatever your barometers of it are you know so um while i you know i i I agree with what you're saying about (laughs) like you know like paying for the first day i think yeah for the guys you, you should you know because you're right you know you are asking to take that person out um And uh, then from then on, I think it's just whatever you experience during that date. You know what I mean? Like whatever quirks or whatever things that you may like or may not like. You know, you make like a little mental pros and cons Mm -hmm. list, and you know you. you, I think a big thing also
1: is if you're at a restaurant, how's that person treating the waiter?
0: I mean, yeah, that
1: waiters are looked at. By some people as inferior, like you're you're working for me kind of thing. So how does how does how does that person treat somebody who they feel they're buying their time essentially?
0: Yeah, you get a little sense of someone's morals.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? How many drinks is somebody having on a date?
0: Yeah, all those little things, you know, little barometers, so so you can see, you know.
1: Do they respect you when you're speaking? Do they respect your points of view? I don't know. I can't think of other like red flags. Okay. You just want to know like you could trust somebody, and then like listen to the kinds of things that they like to do. You know what I mean? Like pay attention to the the activities that people actually are into. listen. Listen. Don't know? just like oh that's both, so cool. And, you know both regards. Like listen. Know? Like they're they could be into some crazy shit and like I don't even know. <laughs> and you're just gonna sit there like what? I think when you're young, you excuse a lot of stuff because dating is fun and it's a good time to start getting used to setting boundaries as opposed to waiting till later to do that because i think what's happening with your generation is that there are no standards anymore like it's not required for a man to dress up come to the door and actually ring the doorbell now a guy could like put on a like kind of ca- you know casual dressy outfit text you that he's outside and you come running out as a girl and i think that like you're losing there's something like chivalry almost in a sense is being lost like that part of the dating like that very like you know building up the excitement and stuff like that like a guy coming to the door with flowers and you know that kind of stuff
0: yeah but i think that's more how like people are raised nowadays you know what i mean like yeah
1: well that's the problem i think people's standards are dropping there's like no standards anymore people are being raised to rely so much on social media that they're doing it even in their dating they're like how are you dating somebody and you never speak to them on the phone never you only speak to each other through text message that's i've i've heard so many people say that that they only speak to each are significant other through text and
0: nowadays with we'll through social media and catfishing you don't even know if that's truly the person that you're speaking to you know <laughs> that's another thing hear, though point too. no it well even about.
1: if they see each other like they they text each other to hang out and then besides hanging out they never speak
0: oh no you need to to talk to each other you know
1: how do you do that
0: do various social
1: media I think is just making people lazy people are accepting less but wanting more why would you want more why would you think you're going to get more if you're accepting less from somebody
3: okay and other than red flags and like in the first date what about red like red flags progressing into a relationship it's like say you guys are going out for a year and everything is like you guys have Obviously had a few arguments and stuff. And this... It, it has been, like... It's not necessarily La Rose, but... It's like, you guys are... You guys are going through the relationship together. And then, like, after a year, red flags start popping up. Like, one drops...
2: So, basically, that what means. you're doing is that... You're in the... You're dating the person. Yes. Everything's going smooth for a year. And then after that... Stuffs just start popping off in the relationship, like oh, this is not what I like, more arguments and stuff like that. Well, then that should give you the red flag to leave because obviously that person's crazy and was just putting on a I show. I mean, well, for speak you. to the
1: person first because they could be going through some something. Like somebody could change because something big happened in their life and they're not telling you about it. But if they just did like a three sixty, and all of a sudden they have like a whole nother personality. What that no, no I'm, not, I'm not
3: saying like something as big as like doing a whole f- like 360 but this like this like after a year you guys have like your big first fight and then you see like obviously as you said like explosive anger in that time and then, and then after that like you guys work it out and things going fine for another few months and then another problem arises and it raises another red flag would is... you give them the benefit of the yes. doubt yes I think because you're depends. not having a
1: problem every single day like the expectation of being in a relationship where you're never going to argue and you're never going to have a problem is not realistic or that
0: you're going to go a long time between so, yeah i mean sometimes like you do, there are but... times
1: where we argue like three days in a row and every time it's about something different and then we won't have another argument for like two or three months
0: it, it okay. definitely depends. If
1: you're arguing more it's days a, a week than there. you're not, that's a red flag. But if you're arguing every few months, maybe once a month, twice a month, you're two different people with two different opinions, living two different lives, raised by two different families. But it's not yeah.
3: necessarily arguing. It's like...
1: Disagreements. The,
0: no, no, not no. even that, no, but not, just like, like little just things like, that you like, may not A red like.
3: flag pops
1: up three months in, like, I think it depends. If you think it's a red flag, then it is a red flag, and you know what to do about it.
0: I think it's the severity and the frequency, you know? Like, if it's something really, really, really serious, or Mm -hmm. something that's happening so frequently, like you said, you know, you're arguing every day, or every month, or everything like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, then, you know, you could see. And, Every red flag is different, you know, to certain people. Yeah. You know, so I think it, you got you got to judge on your situation, and, um, you know, take it from there. You know, and see what matters to you, and if you could work it out, and how you work it out.
2: Yeah, and I think that's just would be the starting phase of like if you will go through thick and thin with that person. Yeah. Go through everything like, like, like you like, said. If you're
1: having a bad day, like you yeah because now that i'm married to chiron i have to be there like that's what i signed up for like within reason like if he you know beats me i don't have to stay but like but if something if he's going through something or he's like in a terrible mood because something's going on i can't just then be like how dare you no i'm now here to prop him up and to
0: and people have bad days. Yeah, people yeah. have bad days. People, people have, have bad life, weeks, bad you know? months. Yeah. I mean,
1: people go through depression. Person. Oh yeah. That's why it's important to find out what's going on before you make a decision like that. Mm-hmm. No know, know that there's know whether or not there's something behind the red flag before you decide to just Up and leave. hmm Yeah. But if like it's genuinely a red flag and they're genuinely like changed completely that's crazy you yeah should. I'm telling you
2: run run mm-hmm. Forrest run <laughs> it's not something you want to go through like mm-hmm. but I think red flags are different for everybody yeah. that's the only thing
0: yeah that, that's why it's so hard yeah. to it's, really that's more answer, of a specific that, like a yeah, detailed question more, more you. But, yeah. you know what matters but if you think it's you a red
2: see. flag listen to that yeah. yeah, yeah it's like a gut feeling mm-hmm. your gut is always right so i mean yeah if you know that there's a red flag then that's your like that's your sign that's like asking god unless it's about
1: cheating because then <laughs> we have a whole theory about well we did a whole episode on it you guys
2: could listen yeah mm-hmm. that's like asking someone to give you a sign and it like hits you in the face and you're still not taking it Mhm. Mm-hmm. so
1: yeah not everybody's going to be able to change the world but I guess I don't think you guys have any more questions, right? No. I'm the ready. recording is going to stop soon. It's now been 53 minutes. It stops at 60 minutes. And you said that it
2: wasn't going to last. Those two questions. Listen, yes. those
1: last two questions took us further, though. Three questions each was perfect. I mean, there yeah. was like 2A, 2B, 2C, 2 D, 2E. Thank you guys for
2: doing this yeah, with us. Appreciate yeah. it. I it Hope so you guys cool. had fun. It was I fun. I yeah. had yeah. a blast. Hope
0: you guys enjoyed it out there listening.
2: Hopefully if you're getting some red flags, girl, leave. <laughs> what is
1: your what is your major takeaway from this, Adrian? Go ahead.
2: That. I need to really take those signs <laughs> and run. The last thing stuck with you the most? Yeah. More than the like financial stuff and stuff. Well, like the that. financial stuff I kind of already knew. I mean, I understand like if I'm the one that's making more money than you, of course I'm going to take it, but if we're making the same income Stuff like that. Don't tell me like, okay, the rent's this much, and you're only gonna give me three hundred every month. Like, no, not the person should
1: strive to meet you halfway, though. They should try. It would have to be like a huge difference in income for, yeah, for somebody to take on more. I think, but that's you have to listen to the other podcast.
2: I am. I am. uh... (laughs) No,
1: well, I'm just saying in general to the other listeners also. Kendall, what did you take away from our podcast today?
3: My takeaway is that like, you like the the advice that you guys have like given us and shared and stuff. It's really helpful. Thanks. Now, like being in a, like trans like going through high school and first two years of college. First two years of college still feels like you're somewhat in high school, somewhat growing up. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. now, because I live somewhere else, now I actually have to adult on my own, and like this is like a way to help me one deal like just interact with people and also taking in a relationship and how how else I interact with just life in general.
1: You're adulting now. Yep.
0: yep. Hashtag adulting.
1: Thank you guys for being on the podcast. Yep. We Thank you guys, you guys for listening. Always don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram at Marital Monday. Don't forget yep. to listen to the podcast anywhere Every that you get Wednesday. podcasts. Spotify Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. Oh my God! There's so many of them, and now I'm blanking on all of them. Anchor. Most importantly,
0: definitely, you definitely should download the app. And and now that
1: we have sponsorships, way to hear it. Now that we have sponsorships, the app, the podcast is completely free on any of your listening areas, and the more, all you have to do to support us at this point is listen, because we get money for all the different plays well and so, g-
0: give us a listen give us your thoughts your opinions like you it's say it's free to listen grow. but it's good
1: for us to help giving you guys content
0: yep and you know we're just trying to grow together grow we As succeed PP. together we definitely succeed together that's
1: our motto guys yep i don't know if you've seen it on our stuff
2: that is adorable
1: hashtag <laughs> we succeed together because yep. we have a community <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys. And hopefully one day in the future you'll be on our podcast again.
0: Again. Yep.
2: Shooting
1: for it. Say bye to everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Good Christmas, and happy yep.
0: Merry, Christmas and
2: Merry Christmas
1: everyone.
0: Yeah, Merry Christmas Merry Christmas. Happy year. New
1: Year. La Paz. <laughs> bye.
0: Peace.